0: Fly in the coop, from your parents' tab leavers. Catching cats in the middle of the
1: night. Gossip Nista here, your one and only source into the real lives of New Yorkers and what it's like to live in New York City. So is it all glitz and glamour? Where do you start? What should you know? And who am I? I'll tell you everything you need to know and you'll thank me for it. XOXO, Gossip Nista. What a beautiful song to get the week started. Hoping you are able to spend this Thanksgiving holiday with your loved ones. And as always, I am very thankful for you tuning in and your support. Welcome to the Gossip Mista podcast. I'm your host, Mariana Monks, and this week we continue where we left off last week with our guest Erica Saigon, better known as Sigs, a talented musician and artist from New York City. She'll share her inspiration behind her Manhattan song and the one that you just heard in the introduction called Come Closer, both from her New York with Love EP and are essentially tributes to the good and the bad time of the city. If you love music and New York as much as we both do, you'll enjoy learning all about her creative process and the inspiration behind her songs and beats. Also on today's episode, expect to be moved and maybe even Brought to tears as I felt myself while editing this episode and learning about SIG's nonprofit, We Have You Covered, that was started to help the homelessness in the city. But above all, I will be taking you through a New York musical journey with SIG's music. So without further ado, I leave you with the answer to the cliffhanger question I asked her last week. <music> you were to be, say, headlining Madison Square Garden, like who would be your lineup? Like who else would be performing on that stage? Um,
2: I, it's funny because I have thought about this before. And mm-hmm. I guess in my mind, I want to like make it to make sense, but it wouldn't okay. because I have so many weird tastes of music. So I would have to say uh, John Mayer is like top. I think he is yes. so fucking good. Um, I think he's so he's such a good songwriter. He's an amazing guitarist. I mean, he, he tours with debt he is that company now he's already selling out right. MSG. Um, he, he's up there. He's, I've seen him a few times. He's just a great performer and he, he, he's himself, right. He doesn't like, he doesn't care. He doesn't, he has no excuses. Like he's not anything different and his voice is amazing. His songwriting is amazing. And he's just, he's been making bangers forever. So that would be one of them. Um, I've been talking about John Bunyan this whole time. Obviously, he would be up there uh-huh. for sure. Another Long Islander. And he's he I've seen so many of his shows too. And he's just fucking he's just so good. Um and so again, another artist that's just so unapologetically himself, um, which is refreshing, to be honest. Uh-huh. And are we talking like alive or dead too? You could do dead as well. I mean I guess this is like an obvious answer, but Queen is like the greatest uh. band in my opinion of all time. Freddie Mercury is, is, uh to me, one of the most like magical creative human beings that has ever yeah. walked this earth. And I think that, and it's funny because I have such a connection with him, not only musically, but my, if my mom's absolute favorite band was Queen and growing up, that's all she played. And she was so unapologetically herself and, I mean, to paint a picture of my mom quickly, she she would walk, right? She would take us to swimming lessons uh, over at the pool over here, very early in the morning, wearing Daisy Duke shorts uh, and cheetah pumps, right? Like a hot, and she was hot, like uh-huh. a hot mom. Yeah. And she didn't give a shit. She didn't give a shit. Like, she was so herself and outlandish fur coats, like crazy shit constantly. Oh,
1: wow. And
2: she reminded me, she had Freddie Mercury energy, and she loved him. So, like, after her passing, I've I've been so I mean, every time Queen comes on, it's it's her speaking to me, I think. Oh. And every anytime, anything Freddie Mercury, like it's just a piece of her. So I think putting him and her like together, it's just like a, a special place in my heart. So I think that um Queen obviously is just up there. I mean they're just they paved the way for so many artists and so many people to create um, authentically. Mm-hmm. And for them to to I mean obviously if you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody for them to say like it's, it's hard when people tell you no and that things aren't going to work. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody is such a fucking crazy song and such, like, a taboo mm-hmm. thing that they did. Um, even, like, disco and shit. Like, with what they did with their songs, like, from, like, hard rock to that shit. Uh, that was, I think that song specifically paved the way for so many artists to mm-hmm. think outside the box and to really, like, put their all into some crazy shit and just see what happens. And that creates, like, masterpieces. So um, that... Yeah, I mean they're just insane.
1: There we go, Freddie Mercury. I, I definitely that that would be a must. So th- that's the lineup. A must. A must. A sick lineup. Uh, it's a sick lineup with you. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. We can make <laughs> most all of it happen. I mean, there is Adam. I was Lambert. gonna say I don't know about Queen. <laughs> there is Adam Lambert that's filled in. You know, Freddie Mercury.
2: You're not wrong, and he's he's awesome too. He's not Freddie, but obviously, yeah, yep. he's he's amazing.
1: Amazing. Sigs, let's get into our third segment. And here we're gonna talk about that song, that single that I, you know, came across and fell in love with you, which you know is is, <laughs> is relevant to it's New York centric, and that is your two songs, Manhattan and Come Closer, which are on your yeah. are on your from New York with Love single. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I mean <laughs>
0: New York, oh, what's happening? Bounce back in. Hey, I'm Manhattan. I love you. I love you. I love you so. happening?
1: We about to bounce back So, you know, that was your amazing song, Manhattan. Let's talk about that. What inspired just your overall single, From New York with Love and, and Come Closer as well?
2: Oh, man. I, as you can tell from me speaking about New York so much, I love New York and I've always wanted to do music about New York. Um, It's funny. I went to a concert in Brooklyn. Um, I went to a Lumineers concert. Mm. They also are fucking unreal live. I was, it's funny. My girlfriend loves them and I got her concert tickets for, I think her birthday or Christmas. Mm -hmm. It was one of those. And I've never really been a huge fan. I think that there some of their songs are great, but I've never really like gotten so into them. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you. After I heard them live, I was hooked. I was like, Mm. "They are sick." And anyway, so they're so they're there doing their thing. And one of their songs is called "Life in the City." Mm. And uh, the song goes, "Would you be glad to see Manhattan for once?" Right? Yeah. I'm like, "Damn!" It like I don't know why it hit different. I'm like,
0: And if the city sky Scrapers rise Over this island Would you be glad To see Manhattan For once I knew the dream Had died J.M.Z. Light Myrtle and Broadway But I'd be glad To see Manhattan For once Whoa, whoa, living life in the city. will we'll never be pretty.
2: Whoa. I was there, right, in the middle of the concert. They're like screaming about Manhattan and just like the city, life in the city. And I was like, this is sick. And this is really good. And I was like, I really want to I always thought about it and I really want to bring it to life. So that kind of sparked it. And then obviously a year or so later, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Um And then my, I obviously went into the city, saw the city, how it was. And this was on my mind, writing the song, writing the song. And then I kind of put it off for a little bit. I was doing my own thing. Um, I was was releasing other music. And then, like I told you, I went into the city and I I really was so shocked about what happened. And I'm like, man, I'm like, I think I need to like bring like life back in the city with my music a little bit. I think that I need to jumpstart some things on my own Mm -hmm. that sparked both come closer and and Manhattan and Manhattan the studio version so there's two versions on the EP yep. um, both the same song there's different versions it's it started with the studio version so I actually I called a bunch of like talented musicians I said yo I want you guys to come um come over it's my tiny apartment and I want to I want to jam I want to write some music I want to try to write an album So they're like, all right, down, right? So I I bought a whole bunch of shit, got some beer. I was like, all right, we're going to drink, and we're going to hang out, and we're going to, like, literally, like, I opened up my apartment. I moved all the couches and everything. I have a saxophone player. I have a, in my little apartment, a saxophone player. I have a bass player. I have a um, guitarist. I have my brother singing and playing guitar. I have another guitarist. And then I had my friend who was kind of like a DJ, but also wanted to, like, record shit. Uh So I was like, perfect. So I'm like,
1: let's just jam and see what happens. Okay. Right? I'm going to pause you there, Stigs, because before you jump into this, I'm already going to just say, like, did you really, the music behind the Manhattan studio version, this is all a live band that created this. I thought maybe it was, like, inserted at a a later time or an overlay. This is an actual band.
2: Yeah, this is, like, we figured it out in real time. Like, it was this song.
0: I love you The city that never sleeps Been quiet for a while now
2: so the song was, um we, we kind of did it here in the living room. And then I we got like a piece of it, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. And then I, we went to another studio space and I said, all right, let's keep. And this is for a different album. I wanted to write a full, which I'm going to. Wanted to write a full, like, jazzy, like, Tom Misch kind of album, right? With, like, jazz notes and just, like, kind of, like, just different shit, right? Like, cool, soulful music, R&B mixed with acoustic, everything. That was my intention. And then the, these songs came out of it by accident. Wow. And when I was, yeah, during COVID, I'm like, oh, I can't hold on to these songs. Like, these songs need to be released. So when I was in the, um, the studio space, I said, all right, like, um... I said, here's a recording. Can you guys, like, play, uh, like, a riff of this? So it was, dun, dun, da, 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 mm-hmm. dun, 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 dun. And that was the beginning of Manhattan. Mm. And as soon as they played that, the first thing that came out of my mouth was, New York, uh, what's happening? That was the song. Yes. That just came out of me. That was, just came out of me. I, it wasn't written down, nothing. I just, that's what I was feeling. So that's what I sang.
1: And then? And
2: then I sang, we about to bounce back. And, hey, Manhattan, I love you, I love you, I love you so. That was just what came out.
1: That is the that verse the that is going to change Manhattan and the world. It yeah. is literally everything. That, I cannot that is the song. stop jamming that verse like all day. It's it's
2: it's very catchy. And that was that's what came out. And I said, All right, like I so I told my brother, I said, that shit is is hot. I'm like, that's hot, and that needs to be something. So mm-hmm. we did our thing, right? Went home and Weeks after that, I was like, all right, sat with my brother, I'm like, I need to write this song. So I just kind of had him play over some, like, guitar parts and things like that. I had another guitar player, too, at the time, Kevin. Um, he's actually one of my, him and my brother are my main guitar players. So we kind of sat down, and I said, all right, I need to, like, need to write this song. So I started writing verses. I wrote a bunch. Like, I, I definitely scratched some things off. And I said, I want to, I want to make it a, a, a song about hope, but I also weep. I said, we can't, um, we, you have to acknowledge what's in front of you. I I don't believe in like bullshitting or like skipping over things. Mm -hmm. So I said, we need to acknowledge that the city's fucked. I was like, as much as I want to say New York, we're coming back. Yay. I'm like, there needs to be a verse, which is the first verse that needs to be about how fucked up this is. Mm -hmm. And like that people are really like going through it. Yep. So I said, you know, the city that never sleeps been quiet for a while now, businesses be closing down after 50 years. It's hard now. Mm -hmm. I just want this to be over eight months and I'm still not sober anxiety taking over yeah. going from there. Yeah. So I think that for me, um, that, that came about, um, really from what I just said, like me saying like, all right, like we have to like speak about what's going on and we can't, you know, let, I can't get I to speak about like, Oh, this is going to, the city's coming back. And like, there's hope, like mm-hmm. there needs to be. So that line put that in there. And then obviously we kind of kept going with that. I had, that the boys wanted to kind of do some solos and the saxophone and things in the background. Um, we we did a lot of the harmonies when we got into the studio, so it was like a baseline of just all that stuff. And then when we got into the actual studio, um, I have a really great producer and a, a studio engineer. So he kind of he's really good with harmonies, mm-hmm. like vocal harmonies as well as like sax harmonies. Mm-hmm. So saxophone player if you hear the sax harmonies I mean, they're they're just so good okay can um, you tell
1: uh, let's talk about that <laughs> because I love jazz I yeah. love the saxophone um it kind of just took me into a whole other world you know and then you jump into the, the hip-hop essence the of it of your song it's just like it's right it's just like this ride and journey that you take but like the, the beginning and the opening of the saxophone it's just like I noted, it's so sexy. It's like, I feel like I'm in an 80s movie. <laughs> like yes. that vibe. And, the, and then it goes into more modern times. It's just it's just such an
2: anthem. Thank you. And that's definitely, that was definitely the intention. Um, I, wanted, I want sax to be in, in it throughout the whole thing. I don't want it to overshadow my singing or anything like that. So I kind of just let him improv. And he just, he's just such a talented saxophone player. Mm-hmm. He just improv and was just ripping. He just ripped on the sax. And I, as soon as he did that, like, you heard the intro he did that intro I was like yes that's it Mm -hmm. i'm like stop it there that's it and he um he killed it i mean even just the the in the studio version of harmonies are just so good on the saxophone he plays this lower like bass part and then this like kind of higher part and creates this like dissonance that's almost like if if it's really loud it's kind of uncomfortable but like because we tucked it in the back it's like Curious. You're like, yo, what's that? Like, that's, you're mm-hmm. not used to that kind of, mm-hmm. you're not used to that like dissonance and like kind of weird sound in the song, but it's like beautiful and really works. So mm-hmm. th- there were so many like elements in the song that came together in the studio, but the base of it happened when we were improv and it just kind of came about and then wrote the rest of the song. And, and, um, uh, like I said, like definitely the studio version is a very zig's ending. Like, I love putting different like, scat parts on the end and like maybe things that don't actually words don't make sense but kind of like you can harmonize with things like that like I'm like I think infamous for um those endings of big endings of adding instruments and adding harmonies and my brother screaming in the background that I'm sure now you can listen to and hear him on Manhattan he holds this note for almost the whole ending like a crazy person it's it's throughout the whole ending i don't know if you can hear it but it is like i can hear it because i'm looking for it um but studio version wise awesome and yeah i mean we when we did that song we brought a drummer in we had a drummer um and we sat there he was on his high hats he was doing like a bunch of different things and it took a little bit to get the drum parts because that was we were doing it essentially every musician was coming in a different time so it's not when you're doing it as a full band there's obviously upsides to being like all right like the vibe and the whole like mix is amazing because they're all in sync, but Mm -hmm. getting a musician, getting five, six musicians at the same time on the same day to be able to do something for hours and hours on end, um, wasn't very feasible. So we had to kind of make do with what we had and it it ended up working out because everyone is just so talented. They heard the different parts and they're like, all right, I can go over the drum part. Okay. I can go over this. I can do that.
0: Um,
2: yeah. So it ended up, the song ended up being, uh, obviously amazing and just more than i could even imagine it would be um yeah that that was manhattan and you know what's funny is that Man- so that's manhattan studio version that was going to be the only manhattan manhattan mm-hmm. regular manhattan with like the hip-hop mm-hmm. produced mm-hmm. part that that didn't exist with michael um, michael fire michael fire yeah he's on both tracks but the produced version did not exist so i showed it to a friend i said hey how do we get this into the city how do we how do we get the sponsored how do we? How do, how do people listen to this? How do we get influencers on it? Like, how do we run campaigns, right? Had a bunch of ideas. And it's like a friend of a friend who's very, very smart, very, like, just like an amazing businesswoman mm-hmm. that I want on my side. So uh, we had a couple meetings about it. And she said, um, we need another version. And I said, excuse me? I just spent yeah. all this time, all this money. I go, what do you mean we need another version? She goes, we need another version that's more like um, – urban or more like what is going on right now. Like we need like a updated hip hoppy version to like hit hard. I was like very back and forth about it. I'm like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. She's like, listen, I have a really good, um, really good producer he's awesome he's worked a lot of different people he's very talented and he i showed him your song he fucking loves it and he Mm -hmm. wants to bring it to the next level Mm -hmm. and i said on how do you say no to that right yeah i'm like all right honestly fuck it let's do it we go i mean we meet with this guy he's sick he's so so talented um he's a really cool guy also like an artist very talented artist and then like a like a um an actual artist not like a musician artist like a like a real like an artist like Mm -hmm. with his hands Yep. So I was like, dude, this guy is sick. And right away, he heard what needed to happen. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is cool. So he took Manhattan and made it into this Manhattan that we hear now. Um, And it, it, it right away, we clicked. I mean, he, he knew right away. He heard the song. He's like, this has, you know, this is an amazing version for like a studio, like live version, like jazzy version. He's like, but there, there's potential for this song to be like this poppy hip hoppy version that can be the an an anthem for the city that can resonate with more people um, in a different way and i said all right fuck it let's do it yeah so we did it and we made a whole different version and it wasn't easy there was a lot going into it a lot of back and forth a lot of traveling back and forth to him which is like two hours away from me but um it came out fucking awesome the record hit i got mike fire on the record we connected somehow and I reached out to him. I heard a song he did on, uh, someone else's track Mm -hmm. and I was looking for a little while. I actually had someone committed to do the song, um, who was actually like in John Bellion's circle. Um, he, I, yeah, I got him to get on the record. Um, Mm -hmm. I pitched it to him. He, he really liked the record and then he had some family stuff go on and unfortunately didn't work out which obviously everything happens for a reason yep i ended up obviously i had to push the release back the song wasn't ready yet i had to like kind of figure shit out ended up getting connected with mike and he loved the song and he fucking killed it i mean this kid he sent me the verse right away like he took him like yeah it did not take him long and the first verse he sent me that was it i'm I'm like this (laughs) sick yeah man he was so good i'm like yeah this is awesome dude and he just said to me i'm like that's it we just had to do it a couple of times like in the studio he did it a couple of times and that was it manhattan was born reborn i guess again oh. and then that was yeah that's that's where that song that was that journey of that song
1: it is such an amazing journey. It is an anthem to the city. I, I am so obsessed with it. And I can play it on <laughs> repeat, you. both versions. But like, I'm going to ask a dumb question here, Sigs, because I'm not the musically inclined one here. But like, listen, there's no dumb questions. Go ahead. <laughs> between Manhattan, uh, the regular one, and then the studio version, like, the, ba- the main difference is the studio version is got... whole saxophone and it's more elaborate with with a a lot of you know things happening and the manhattan one is more like the mainstream one that does not have the jazz in studio is that how you would identify them because yeah
2: Mm -hmm. no you're no you're right um the, the yeah the main i mean the main difference in i guess maybe simpler terms would be one is like a I can't say live band, but the vibe was supposed to be like, one's like a live, a full mm-hmm, band.
0: Mm-hmm. The
2: other one, so that would be, a, that version is going to be true to what you would see me play at a show, right? So when I'm playing a live show, which I will be soon, I'm playing a live show with uh, five different instruments around me. Okay, that, You're going to hear that version. If I'm, uh, and then the other version is a produced version where someone's taking the instruments and manipulating them to be something else or taking them and, and taking, so he took all the drums out, right? He put a whole drum beat in he took a lot of the instru- instruments out or even the guitar he warped the guitar so it's like oh. taking all the instruments fully producing them there was no production on there were only like maybe some reverb and things like that put on the instruments in the studio but those are all like that's like raw version of the song this oh. was like a produced hip-hop mainstreamy, like you said version so you, oh. your wasn't a dumb question at all that was that's really like the the gist of it it's just like the difference of the one being like a Live instrumental version of full band. The other one is a produced version where those instruments were created in the studio. But you so, can like find that. It
1: and broke it down for me well, and now I think I understand. And for those yeah. you know that may have not understood as well, we get it, we get it. And uh, again, obsessed with both songs. Okay, so hell yeah, Manhattan happened. Come closer. Is just as sexy and amazing, and
2: oh, come per, per, closer! special.
1: Mm, tell me about it. Tell us it's... about it. Gossip Nista here. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. I wanted to hop in here to ask that if you haven't yet, if you could please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen. This will help me reach more people and spread the word about New York City and those who love it. And if you want to stay up to date, be sure to follow at Gossip podcast on Instagram. Now, back to the show.
2: Come closer. So come closer. I'm actually sitting on the couch. I was right here where I'm sitting. I wrote the song. I wrote the song. I'm, I got to say, I'm proud of myself for this one because I wrote this song by myself. So usually I'm like, Michael, I need your help. I need this, I need that. I sat here on the, on the couch and I said, um, I just had this in my head, right? Had this, this e- very easy guitar part. So anyone playing guitar, anyone new guitar, um, I could teach you how to play my song. It's very simple. Um, it, there's no capo or anything. It's literally just no bar chords, just simple chords. And that's what I said. I want to make a really good song out of simple chords. And a lot of really good musicians do that. A lot of songs, if you look up, some uh, even some of John Bayer, John uh, John Mayer's songs are, um, some of the early ones are simple chord progressions. Like he's not doing, I mean, maybe with the souls and shit like that, but he's not, there's not like too many crazy things happening. A lot of pop songs, if you if you look at them, are broken down by just simple por- chord progressions. So I said, I'm not going to try to complicate things too much. I'm just going to sit down and write a song. And, um, honestly, Manhattan and, and come closer were, were kind of written separate. I wasn't, um, it's not until I really started writing Come Closer that I said, oh shit, these songs can be connected. Right. These songs can be, I really, like I said, I was kind of focusing on writing a full-length album. So
1: yes. um, this
2: whole this whole EP came by accident. I wrote Manhattan and I said, this song is sick. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I could put out a single. And then I said, I started writing Come Closer and I was like, oh shit, this song is really good. And mm-hmm. it, it obviously, the saxophone, I said, all right, I want to keep the saxophone in there because it's the saxophone is obviously a piece of the other song. So I said, mm-hmm. it'd be nice to have that, you know, in the song as well. Yeah. So um, that became, yeah. So that became like a whole nother um, piece with the saxophone, but anyway, so I just sat here and I really just wrote the um, song acoustically. It was, it's three chords. So I just, that hook came into my head. Like once you come closer, my love, um, the hook came into my head. And then that was really it. I obviously sat down and like, wrote and I said after after the um, the chorus is written that's when I made the conscious decision to make this song about New York because at first obviously you hear this song this song could just be a love song
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, but I said like I want this song to be specifically about love in the city so mm-hmm. that's where I said okay let me connect this to um, you know Manhattan and the other songs so Won't
0: you come closer, my love? Don't you ever think that I'm above you? I want to rock you my love. Yeah. Open my world, let me show you. Let me show you, let me show you. Oh. Oh. Let's drink till the yellow lights meet the sky.
2: It's just about like being in the city with, with someone that you like or someone that you love. It. it I, I, I made it on purpose to be like something that you don't even need to be like maybe someone that you're madly in love with or someone that you've been dating for five years. This could be like someone that you're interested in or someone that just, you know, gives you butterflies or someone that you're just meeting or, you know, whatever it may be, like someone that you're happy to be hanging out with the magic of the city really brings that feeling uh, up 10 notches. That's really what the song's about. So it, it turns from like a love song to basically like a song in love in New York is totally, it's totally different than any other, um, you know, like love song, you
1: know? Yeah. No, because it's it's like romantic, but it's yeah. Upbeat and it's catchy and it's, it's just like, like it sticks to you. It's exactly. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's, and it's like, so um, yeah, it's just like, it's just special. Cause I think that the, the line that, I mean, and I've only, I've only, I've spoken to people about it and that's why I think that it comes to mind too. The line that um, I think sticks out to me from, or from to other people from the song would be, um, once you come closer, my love, don't you ever think that I'm above you? Yeah. I think that it's funny. Cause I, when I wrote the song, it's, I, I, I don't really like, you don't really hear a lot of songs that say that. It's like people like like don't you think that I'm, you know, above what you are? Don't you think that that I'm any better than you? Like we're on the same playing field kind of a yep. thing. So like feeling that like yeah, just just being in that space and like exploring with someone and like you'll see from the music video that's exactly what um that's exactly what the song's about. Like I we captured it so perfectly in the video and I'm just, I'm really excited. It's, it's so um it's so good and it's like I said it's just so perfectly captured into what the song is and what I what my vision was for it I that's what I told the boys I said like when I hired them I said this is what the song's about like people maybe might you know interpret it every every song can be interpreted a different way but my intention is this and I want you to have fun with it and and they um I could not have picked better people I mean it was so they were so amazing it was such a light like amazing magical night That video shoot and everything how it came out is just it couldn't it like could not have gone better.
1: Well, I can't wait to see the full video. It looks amazing. Everything that you've created is so amazing. So looking forward to that. Can we expect a Manhattan video in the future? I have a Manhattan video actually. The video filming we filmed
2: and everything. The video is all done. Um, It's just the editing. We we had a bit of a a unfortunate situation. My my friend who is also my videographer. Mm -hmm. He uh, he's a skateboarder. He just a couple of days before the video release he uh got really hurt like he hurt his ankle broke his ankle and he really had had surgery and things like that like couldn't even like move mm-hmm. for a little while so everything mm-hmm. production wise got pushed back I'm still waiting on the song and, and everything to kind of be like finished and, and done so not the song I'm sorry the video to be finished yeah. and done so um yeah but but as far as like the filming and everything like that the video is coming it's just a matter of when uh, the editing and stuff will be done to be able to release it but this is definitely uh come closer is coming tomorrow. And then hopefully within the next two weeks, we'll have um, Manhattan as well.
1: How amazing. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll be out in no time. So thank you for sharing that that is coming out and, you know, assuming from New York with love because he's, this is a Manhattan based song and come closer. That's where the name came from. And you're literally sending it from New York with love to individuals.
2: Yeah. 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 That's a, uh... It was, when I picked the name of the album, it was definitely, um, I had a few names, but that one just stuck out to me. And I was like, it's just, whether it be from Come Closer and you're in love, but you're also in the city of love and in the city of like wonder and things like that. And then Manhattan is just about the, uh, the best city in the world coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it was, it was sad obviously to see, but at the end of the day, like mm-hmm. New York is just different. And I was just. Really, like in my head, praying, I'm like, there, the city needs to bounce back, like to what it was, it has to, you know. I was like sending my love to New York from New York, and anything about New York, I was like, this just is fitting, and we'll, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll run with it. And it's marketing wise, it's perfect because, one, I mean, everyone loves new york right everyone mm-hmm. and everyone who lives here loves like the merch and things like that i did that on purpose like the sweatshirts and things like that for people just to see like where are the sweatshirts because love.
1: i'm trying to find one
2: <laughs> you want one i got you yes.
1: I, I saw them you. and i went to your page i was like where can i find these where can i get it i was like yeah no
2: i got you Thank uh, yeah definitely doing to put like, those small out orders, there 100 yeah um but yeah just everything about it um and just we did a lot of we did like a film photo shoot in there which was awesome it's just so many beautiful parts of the city and just it's like marketing wise it's just so easy to mm-hmm. like any everything about new york is just so amazing so it's it's uh this project is definitely marketing wise been easier than my past projects so yeah i'm definitely i'm happy about that i'm, I'm happy to keep it keep it going you know
1: forever yes you are doing amazing stuff all around SIGs. now tell us you said performances live ones are coming from you where can people expect to see you in the near future and and catch everything that you're doing music wise
2: yeah so well um one good place to start would definitely be on my Instagram I'm sure you'll probably put it um Mm -hmm. on our post but it's Mm -hmm. it's at Ziggy Smalls with two z's at the end um that's where I post all my stuff love it yeah Ziggy Smalls that's where I post all my stuff that's where I post um new music coming or covers I do or you know shows we're playing um, the our next show we got coming up actually, which I told you about before, we're playing in the Lower East Side at the Mercury Lounge on November 28th, um, which I'm really excited about. That's going to be like my first ever city show. Oh,
1: my gosh. Um, so,
2: For yeah, some reason, I ending. thought it's that perfect. had already
1: happened. No, this no, is coming no, up.
2: No, it's coming up. Yeah, November 28th. Yeah. Ooh, um, you got yeah, to come.
1: I'm looking into it. Yeah. Send the link. Give us the link. We'll link it down at the bottom. And, and Yeah, we'll... I
2: can definitely give you guys a link. Um, there's a bunch of talented artists playing I'm I'm uh, lucky enough to open up for um for another you know band in the area and uh like I said it's it's definitely a dream playing at the Mercury Lounge like I said like earlier that was one of the first shows that I ever saw my brother play and, mm-hmm. and then I saw some really good artists and I said damn how do I do that and then I got asked to play so it's pretty it's pretty like cool pretty cool moment and I'm really excited about it and I'm excited to be able to um, sing about New York in New York. I mean, what could yeah. be better than that, right?
1: Oh, my gosh, right around the corner. What a holiday like tree. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Definitely going to be there supporting and, you know, stay connected with you. And again, you said that is Siggy Smalls on Instagram. Where yeah. else can individuals connect with you and support your music?
2: Yeah, so um, I'm on. So actually, actually, in Instagram, I have a link at the top. It's the link tree. I'm on every type of streaming platform. So mm-hmm. If you just type in ZIGS, Z-I-G-S, or you can just click on that link in my bio, um, that'll bring you anywhere. So if you listen to Apple Music, um, Amazon, Spotify, um, iTunes, whatever it may be, um, I'm I'm literally everywhere that I could be on the internet. I'm on YouTube. If you want to look at any of my past music videos, I'm ZIGS Music on YouTube. Um, That's where the new music videos will be as well. I'm on TikTok, ZIGS Music. I am on, obviously I said Instagram, I'm on Facebook under ZIGS um yeah and really anything is going to be under zigs or Zigs music so that's really the easiest way to find me luckily there's not too many zigs out there um mm. which makes it a little bit easier to find me
1: but you are the yeah, one that's... and only zigs i love it <laughs> i love it well we know where to connect with you everyone listen to her music but you know before we wrap up this segment i do want to talk about Other amazing things that you're doing, you know, for the city and for individuals with the nonprofit that you started, SIGS, which is called "We Got You Covered." Can you tell us about your big heart and how you're helping individuals?
2: Yeah, of course. So, "We've Got You Covered" um, was founded. Me and my girlfriend, we we founded it four years ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I'm not gonna lie, it it was going a lot lot more um we haven't been in a little while since the pandemic since everything's been going on mm-hmm. but um we started it so we basically we were in the city one day it was, it was I remember it was December it was freezing and uh we were walking around and there was just there was you know sometimes you you, you might do the same thing right you, and you um sometimes you just look up and you see something different that you maybe wouldn't have seen if you're like just in a different headspace mm-hmm. I think in that that day I'm not sure why but I was we were fully aware of like surroundings and how many people were on the streets like sleeping on the streets yeah which in new york you kind of you know graze over it sometimes you don't really realize because there's Mm -hmm. so many people um but yeah so we were just and we spoke about it i said like this is like fucked up like there's so many like people out here that are legitimately sleeping and it's it's like i can't even sit out here i'm so cold
0: Mm
2: -hmm. so i said i'm like what what can we do like immediately that would help that doesn't involve a lot of money or like some crazy you know thing going on. So we basically went back, and I immediately texted like the next day. I, I texted a group chat of my family and a bunch of my close friends. I said, "Hey, do you guys have any old blankets or like anything that you guys just aren't getting, like that you're going to get rid of, like give it Goodwill or any coats or anything that would like keep people warm?" Mm-hmm. And a whole whole bunch of people reached out and like, "Yeah, yeah, we got you." So I went, I picked it up from everyone, and uh, we. Did our first couple jobs? We headed into Manhattan with no plan. I just said, "All right, let's just find people and give them shit and mm-hmm. like talk to them." Uh, and that is really where it started. We just started handing things out to people and and hearing their stories. And my God, like some some really amazing people out there. Like I've le- I probably learned more like doing that than I have um, my whole schooling career. I mean, shit, like just hearing people's stories, hearing what they're going through, why, like people just want to talk. Like ask them why they're there. At the end of the day, like they're human. Like and guess what? We live in New York. Like, like you could be three paychecks away from being them. So don't judge them and, and like, don't, you know, look down on someone because they are in a bad situation or they made a few bad decisions because at the end of the day, like we're all human and you can learn from everyone. And mm-hmm. I learned so much going out there and, and just sitting, sitting down and like, it really, like, I, i cried so much during that. Just like sitting there and talking to people while they're there, maybe just like giving someone a blanket and them being like, you're an angel. Like sent from heaven, like you're an angel for bringing mm-hmm. for like, I, I knew God was, was giving me a gift today. I knew that like, they would send someone to help me today. Like yeah. people saying that to you, like, you're like, holy shit. Like this took nothing. This literally took no money. I, what, I spent $25 on a train ticket. That's it to mm-hmm. come in here and talk to people and, and, um, and sit with them and just ask them like, yo man, like, what's your name? Like, people don't do that. Like they were shocked. Like, like, Oh, you want to talk to me? yeah like what's your name what do you like what do you like what do you like to do like things like that like Mm. it goes like such a long way and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I think just like humanity just needs that and they need more of that and I think that doing that um over and over again I learned so much I met so many amazing people I would go back there and see the same people over and over again they would know my name we would hang out like I, I would there was this one guy that um I always remember this there was a, a mother and a son. And I mm-hmm. obviously right away asked them what was going on. They were in Harold Square subway station, always, always up on top. I knew mm-hmm. where to look for them over and over again. I'd see them and I asked them finally, like, what, what, what happened? Like, why are you guys here? Mm-hmm. And they said, like, we used to live in Georgia and our, our house burned down. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what the extent was, but they said they lost everything and they didn't have the money. And they said that, um, like bigger cities in the South, they don't. Like it isn't really accepted to be homeless there. Hmm. They said that instead of um, maybe, I don't know, like letting people live on the streets and things like that, they bus them into bigger cities. So they sent them on a bus to New York City. Wow. Um, they ended up, yeah, they ended up in the city.
0: Yeah. And
2: uh, yeah, they just had this like horrible situation. And I, you know, I ended up, which is amazing, ended up seeing them through, like they, they got housing, which is awesome to be able to see them day after week after week in the same spot. And then finally, I spoke to them and they said, Hey, like we got housing, which is really awesome.
1: That um, and, but I remember,
2: yeah, it, it was amazing. And I remember one day we went in and, uh, I went up to the son and I'm like, Oh, what's going on, man? And he said, it's my birthday. I said, sick, happy uh-huh. birthday. And we ran to the store and we got him a little cake and a balloon and we sang him happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this is the birthday of best birthday I've had in like a really long time. Aww. And like it, again, it took nothing like yeah. we, we ran to like fucking Dwayne Reed across the street, got him like a, a birthday cake and a candle, and we had people around us on the street sing with him and uh it like these little gestures like that just went like such a long way and it it was just not even for him, like I was just like fulfilling like knowing for me like I'm like helping people yeah, and being able to to and and they're teaching me like so many different things like so many different people and situations and just, like, really just, like, hitting you in the face and being, like, yo, your fucking life is not so bad. Whatever happened to you yesterday, your, your coffee spills on your shirt, whatever dumb shit you have to deal with, like, that is not, is nothing to what people are really dealing with on a daily basis and doing it with a smile. There is so many people that are smiling and laughing and they have no shoes on and they're sleeping on the street. And they're saying, thank you so much and holding my hand. God bless you. You are, you are fucking awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. They have no shoes.
1: You have a heart of gold. I, you're making me want to get out there. I, I always have so much stuff, you know, whether it's, like, just shoes we don't wear anymore, coats, you know, blankets. Right. Uh, you know, let us People know need where, them. where we know. Yeah. One, I'm going to yeah. try to take the initiative to step outside where I live and find someone to give it to. I always tell myself I want to do this and I never do because either they're not in front of me or I don't, I just don't go look for them, especially in New York. Even when I lived in LA, this right. is something that I, I care to do it's as well. A huge
2: problem in New York, huge problem in LA. I mean, huge. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And um, never got to it, but I love that you've created this to help individuals and give and bring smiles where can um you know people learn more about we've got you covered
2: yeah so we we also have an instagram as well that's really okay. mainly where we do things i also have an, an email we've got you covered at gmail.com or just on the, on the instagram or you can message me directly um like i said it's been a little bit of a, of a pause since covid and things like that um mm-hmm. but i still have a ton of stuff and um there's so many people out there again obviously that, that need help so if if you're in the city i suggest you're in long island obviously um hit me up and we can definitely figure out a way to either get there together or, or you can, you know, donate some stuff and things like that. If you're in the city, I highly suggest that you take the initiative and go to the biggest place. You will always find homeless people near Penn Station. Always.
1: Penn Station. They're going to be mm.
2: everywhere in Midtown. They're going to, and there's the five boroughs too, but Midtown, um, there is people on 7th Ave. There's people there's people all around Penn station that is where they will get the most food, things like that on the steps across from Penn, like by 38th, I think it is and seventh or eighth and 38th, something like that. Mm -hmm. It, um, there's people sleeping there every single night. So if Mm. if you hear this, you have stuff that you want to give out, um, take the initiative. At the end of the day, like they just, all, all you have to do, you don't even need to speak to them. Sometimes you go up to them. Sometimes people be sleeping. I just put a blanket over them and, and like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day like we could all use a little bit of help and if you have extra stuff and you you know you don't know what to do with it or you don't want to throw it away like there's always people no matter what there's always people near Penn Station that that need stuff so just you know bring it go on your way to work bring an extra coat on your way to work and just give it to someone it doesn't even need to be like a big thing just bring bring a pair of extra pair of socks with you just give it to someone on your way to work or on your way home from happy hour whatever you're doing like it's that easy, and that's what I learned to do too. Is like when my life got super busy, and I was like, "Oh shit, I don't have time to go in maybe every week anymore, and just give out." Like when I'm going to the city, like I'll be like, "Oh shit, let me bring like three blankets
0: because
2: mm-hmm. I know I'll get rid of them. It doesn't matter. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll hand them out." Mm-hmm. But it's like being able to you you can do it without like totally inconveniencing your schedule or whatever you may be like it whatever you may be doing. It's um little gestures like that. They take three seconds, so like don't hesitate to to you know go through with it.
1: Absolutely. You are an inspiration, Sigs, in so many ways. And I can't tell you how appreciative I am of the time you've given me today, you know, who you are as a person, the work that that you're putting out in, in the universe and how you're helping so many before I let you go and before we dive into just this one minute segment that I swear I'll let you go after that, is there anything that I may have missed That's with all good. regards to your New York story, you know, your music evolution and, and just anything?
2: I think we're good. I think we got basically like everything.
1: Amazing. No, I've enjoyed every second with you. So if you have one minute, now we're going to run to this fun little segment and then we'll close it out. It's just like one minute of a fast speed um, questions that I'll ask. And you just say the first thing that comes to mind. Are you down to say that? (laughs) Yeah, I'm down. Favorite New York neighborhood?
2: Uh, Soho.
1: Favorite New York borough? Uh, Brooklyn. Favorite New York food?
2: Oh, Pizza for sure.
1: Favorite season in New York?
2: Fall. Winter. In between.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite New York tourist destination?
2: I'm embarrassed to say Times Square. I mean, I don't love it, but walking through it's kind of cool.
1: No, it's magical, especially now more than it's, ever, you know, when it's so yeah,
2: bad. Yeah. Big like, lights are cool, but I don't want to hang out
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to say Times Square. I like Times Square, hey. Favorite uh, non-tourist destination? Is there a, a space here that you come to or that's something that you like that no one else may know about?
2: Like I said, I like the Lower East Side a lot. Um, I like yeah, no, I'd probably say Lower East Side.
1: Lower East Side? Perfect. Favorite holiday in the city?
2: I would have to say Christmas. Just like magical.
1: Absolutely magical. Favorite yeah. Favorite New York Park?
2: Uh, I like Bryant Park. Uh, I mean Central Park, obviously. It's huge.
1: That's a big one, but Bryant Park is, is a good one too.
2: Yeah. Um, I like we I like the markets during like me and my girlfriend go during the wintertime. the uh yeah like Christmas market, holiday markets are cool.
1: Yep, yep, and the ice skating and all. Favorite yeah. um, weekend getaway that's not Long Island or New York City from 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 the city. Like what's what's a favorite? Well, I mean, it could be Long Island.
2: Well, we, we love going upstate a little bit um, over to uh, like Cold Spring, like over there. It's like a lot of like cool vintage shops and like nature and hiking and things like that.
1: Ooh, Cold Springs?
2: Yeah, Cold Spring. Yeah, we also, I also like love Charleston. My aunt lives in South Carolina. So Charleston, we've been to like a lot, a lot, a lot.
1: Perfect. Um, Those are great. One word to describe New York.
2: I mean, I got to stick with Magical.
1: Yep, that's it. And then I'm going to throw you off here again. And a favorite New York song.
2: I feel like it's probably Billy Joel, something Billy Joel.
1: Billy Joel has a lot of classic New York songs. And number one tip on how to live your best life in New York.
2: Damn, kind of what I said before like, stay true to yourself and also stay grounded enough not to die, spend your money, or yeah, you burn yourself out. <laughs>
1: wonderfully, wonderfully, You were as authentic as you. are what's happening. We about to bounce back in.
0: Hey, I'm Manhattan. I love you, I love you, I love you so
1: Thanks for tuning in to Gossip Nista. Your support means the world. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends. Can't wait till next week's episode? Follow along on Instagram at GossipNista to get my latest New York Happenings. But if you live in breathe New York City like I do and want even more, go to our website at GossipNista.com, explore, and subscribe to our newsletter to get insider tips first. Lastly, if you have any questions and or scoop on the city, you can email me at gossipnista at gmail.com. Until next time, you know you love me. XOXO Gossipnista.